This I Work For Him podcast is brought to you by the Pocket Testament League. Visit ptl.org for practical resources and encouragement to help you share your faith. ptl.org. Hey, welcome to I Work For Him this afternoon. That's right. We just want to say thank you for joining us wherever you may be. If you are driving in your car, um, in the car line, heading to your last appointment of the day, whatever it might be, um, thank you for tuning in. And we hope that you can um, gain some encouragement, some challenge from today. And if there's anything that you hear and that you either want clarification on or you have another question on or it makes you think about something else that we should talk about on the radio, give us a call on our listener line, 866-713-9675, 866-713-WORK, and leave us a message. I'd love to connect with you and learn more about what's going on in your life. Yeah, and at the same time, when you're out there on our website, go out to iworkforhim.com, that's iwork, the number four, him.com. Click on the I Work For Him Nation flag and consider becoming an I Work For Him Nation member. Now, it has nothing to do with, like, you're not paying a fee for this. This is a covenant between you and God to live with intentionality in your workplace by praying for those that you work alongside each and every day, looking for ways to serve those that you work with over and above what your job requires you to do, looking for ways to befriend people outside get from work and do it outside of the workplace because those relationships lead you to have the ability to really share your faith by living out your faith in front of them. But all along, looking for ways to pray with people when you notice you're having a rough day, but having your life be described as being a person of excellence in your workplace. Check it out online, iworkforhim.com. Click on the I Work For Him Nation flag. And thank you. For those of you listening all over Tampa Bay, all over Jacksonville and the First Coast, and all over the Hampton Roads area of Virginia, thanks for tuning in today. Retirement planning, saving for retirement, your spending plan in retirement. None of those topics, Topics I can't even say this this morning, <laughs> and it's not even the morning yet. I mean, unbelievable. None of these topics spark joy. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna we're gonna move on anyway. Uh, none of these topics spark joy. What does? Well, having Luke and Dave from Bel Air Wealth Management back in the studio with us that sparks joy. About ten days ago, they traveled to the Kingdom Advisors Conference. What did they learn? Did they uncover anyone else talking about biblically responsible investing? I don't know. But before we get to them, let me just ask you this question. Does your financial advisor love Jesus? Does he or she have an understanding of the eternal perspective on life? Do they understand that generosity dwells within the heart of every Jesus follower and that the desire is within them to share the wealth that they have because generosity brings true freedom? Are your Is your financial advisor encouraging you to only save your money or actually spend your money when you retire? Most of all, are they investing your money in stocks of companies that support anti-Jesus things like pornography, radical political agendas, alcohol and tobacco, or are they investing in biblically in a biblically responsible fashion? If you don't know, you need to ask your financial advisor. If they won't answer the questions, you need to call Luke and Dave online at bellairwealthmanagement.com or bwmadvisors.com or call Luke. He's available all the time, 727-798-4188. Or you can catch Dave in the office, 727-586-5655. Luke and Dave from Bel Air Wealth Management. Find him online at bwmadvisors.com. 
Luke and it's Dave. It's nice to have Good him morning. back. Right? Yeah, it's, it's nice, nice to have him back. back. It just it wasn't is. the same. <laughs> I tried doing it. Last you month, um, Luke yeah. did not yeah. do a good job I, last month I, on the I did okay. He did I wouldn't all say right. not good. Be affirming you know, here. Oh, yeah. you did okay. I did okay. But yeah. you know, with you know, <laughs> it wasn't and, and really, it was, what's great about that is we do need a shout out to Andrea Collinber. Andrea, we miss her. Anytime we say that. Corral. That's right. She got married. Because, because you know, she's the one that patented that whole deal. All right. So let's just talk about, Dave, I got a question. Just for you. Just for me. Okay, go. How have you seen the work of the Lord in your relationship with your grandkids? Well, most most of all, I feel the obligation to be a role model for them all the time. I mean, Mm -hmm. they're they're always looking at what I do. We have a very close relationship with all my grandkids, and that's pretty cool. But but let's turn that question around. Has how has my relationship with them affected my relationship with God? Okay. For me, that's just as important or more important. Yeah, I just I just thought of this now, but you know, really, we are grandchildren of God the Father, right? Because Jesus has adopted us as His children, so we're grandchildren of God the Father. Hmm. And okay. the thing I see, the thing I learn from that is, I I always love my children, my grandchildren, no matter what they do. My nine year old boy, we just grand boy, we just got back from Charlotte. It was his birthday. Uh, sometimes he can pull some shenanigans and, and uh, <laughs> he's right. nine. So he's, he's a normal nine, nine-year-old nine, boy. Yes, and he's very active. And, <laughs> but uh, regardless of some of the things he does, I always, I always love him. Uh, I do discipline him sometimes, and and God disciplines us sometimes. Mm-hmm. But but through my relationship with my grandchildren, I feel that relationship with God even even mm. closer. That's kind of cool. How often do you get a chance? Your cool. grandkids range in age from like less than one all the way up to nine. Not less said. than one anymore. No? Time moves on. Well, then it's time for one of them to have another child. <laughs> well, everyone. yes, probably. But yeah, the, the youngest is a little over a year. But, okay. But, right. uh, so, up to 10, forgive, almost 11. Forgive me for not having all of your 17 <laughs> grandkids' ages memorized. But seriously, how often do you get a chance to actually speak truth into your grandkids about who God is, about who Jesus is and what he means to you? I probably don't do that as often as I should, but but uh, back to the relationship, they see God through through both myself and Pam all the time. Mm-hmm. And and we do read them Bible stories. We babysit often. We that's our number that one. That is your baby. hobby right it now, is right? Hobby. And uh, we're always reading Bible stories, and they love Bible stories. Yeah. And what what a difference in their life. And and Pam brings them to BSF like yesterday Bible Study Fellowship. Yesterday she brought the kids to Bible Study Fellowship, and uh, you know I think back with my relationship to God and my parents instilled in me that same thing. Um, and I, I think a lot of parents don't do that today. If the kids don't feel like going to church or something, they, they don't go mm. back in our day. Um, you know, they pulled us by the ear to church service and, and church service for us wasn't like it was today. Mm-hmm. I mean, we sat there and we, Probably didn't listen a lot. But, yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> Colored in the hymn book. And, and it was not much fun, but but they brought us every every week. Yeah, but those words of those hymns still ring in your head, though. They, they do. That's the beauty of that. Luke Andrews, what about you? You've got two kids. You got you, you, uh, Giovanni. He's 11 now? He's 10. 10, yeah. 11. Well, you know, and, Close. And, and your daughter graduating this year? No, that's no, next, next year, year, Jim. Yeah. Uh, I knew she was going to say that. It's okay. Talk to about how does... 
How have you seen the Lord work through you and your relationship with your kids? And maybe you can answer the same question that Dave made up on his own. Yeah. How is your relationship with your kids um, you know, uh, in, impacting your relationship with the Lord? Well, you know, I think at, even starting with, uh, I made a commitment at a, uh, you know, when I, my daughter was uh, born that I would read to her, we would do a devotion together. And, uh, you know, it, you don't always see the fruit immediately. You know, sometimes it, it takes years and years and years. So, you know, uh, I, I would just committed to staying consistent and sharing, you know, Christ with her reading devotionals. And we had a book, it was called uh, Baby's First Bible. And I just read it to her every night, every night, you know, it, it was a, it was a short book. So you mm-hmm. could read through it, you know, 10, 15 minutes. But, you know, there came a point where I would start reading the book and then she was already saying the words, you know, this is always later, maybe two, three years old. And then I did the same thing with my son and my son, I actually recorded him, you know, saying it because I would start it and then he would finish it. He couldn't read, but he was, he was, he, he heard me so many times saying these Bible stories. He knew right. them. So really at the end, it's, it's, it's being consistent. And I think that that's how my relationship with my kids, you know, now my daughter's a junior, she's in Alaska right now on a mission trip. It's getting her connected to Christ on her own. You know, it's no longer me going in every night and praying with her and doing Bible story, Bible devotionals with her. It's saying, Hey, I'm checking in, you know, how you doing? How's your prayer life? How's your walk with Christ? You know, so it's seeing her recently even, you know, understand that her faith isn't maybe where it where she wants to be. Mm-hmm. So she's getting plugged in more on her own, not because I said anything, but because of all the years you <clears throat> plant the seeds, it starts to take its own root. You know, her relationship with Christ is no longer through me. It's directly with Christ himself. So Giovanni's the same thing. We still pray and do devotionals every night. And it will, will be that way till, till 13, 14, whatever that time period when I say, okay, man, it's, that's your relationship now. It's, it's your turn. Mm-hmm. It's your time to get connected with Christ. Those are, those are tough times, but it is when, when you have to let go. But what's yeah. really cool is when you see them pick it up and they run with it. That's, that's, that's a cool thing. Yeah. All right, you can find Luke on, uh, almost available 24 hours a day on his cell phone, 727-798-4188. If you want to just get a perspective on what is it like to talk to a Jesus-following financial advisor, that actually has a pers- an eternal perspective, understands what it means to honor God with your investments. You need to give Luke a call, 727-798-4188. And his partner in crime, no, not crime. Shouldn't talk about that with financial advisors, should you? <laughs> not, not good, Dave, Jim. Not good. Dave's like, what? <laughs> Dave Cruz at 727-586-5655. He's in the office at least 30 minutes every day. And so you can catch him when he's in there. Wow. Dave's not even saying nothing. <laughs> well, wow. I can't, at least 30, but probably at you know, least so, okay, six Okay, I'm hours. just going to interject. Yeah, there you yeah. go. At least but it's a at least lot 30. So, yeah, it's okay. That's you true. Know, you guys are both hard workers. And one of the things I was just, you know, we kind of joke and put you guys at opposite ends of the spectrum, you know, that Dave can, or that, you know, you're in a little bit and Luke can be reached any time of the day. But we do not advocate, you know, it is great that people can get a hold of Luke, but that doesn't mean that we're encouraging him to work nonstop and avoid his family oh, and all so that. Noted. You know, so he is noted. very oh, poor good. Luke. He, no, but he's very good at that. I just don't want our listeners to think that we're, you know. Um, it's funny you should say that, that idea Be- because if they call us at our office mm-hmm. or any place else, if they call Luke directly, they can always get a hold of us. We always return phone calls within a few hours 
as opposed to many other advisors out there where you're going to a call center or or you don't get called back or press one for English and press two for a different language. Uh, we don't do that at BelairWealthManagement.com. No, do you, we don't. <laughs> do you uh, speak any other languages? Uh, no. Okay. Well, we might have to work on that one. Okay. Well, no, no, we have technology, which will translate. I mean, uh, nice. yeah, right. Right. Well, your iPhone will do That's that. Funny. For you. We'll That's funny. That's what I'm saying. We were, I was playing, we we're, we we're getting some landscaping quotes and stuff for the house and we, my wife and I were like, uh, Bougainvillea, right? Mm-hmm. You, that's how you pronounce it. I was like, are you sure you pronounce it that way? So we asked Suri, and Suri came up and said, well, you know, do you want to know how to translate it into like nine different languages? And so I picked Mandarin Chinese. It was funny. Anyway, we had a good time with it. <laughs> you can do it was, all that, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got, yeah, it's got double L, so it's a Yi. Bougainvillea. Bougainvillea. Okay, so talk to me about tax time. It's tax time. People are starting to get their taxes filed. Is it... it, it is it too late for them to make an IRA-type investment for 2018? No, it's not too late. How is that unless, possible? Unless it's, they already, filed, it's already uh, March of 2019. Unless they filed their tax return already. Okay. Then it's too late. Once well, you file your tax return... Technically too late. They'd have to do an amendment. Okay. You can yeah, amend your okay. return. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it, it did. Of course, okay, but otherwise, I still have to consult a CPA. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. Otherwise, you have till April 15 to make a contribution unless it's to a SAP. And then you have until you file your tax return until October 15th. So a SEP plan. A SEP plan. Which is set up for self-employed people. Yes. Simplified retirement pension, I believe. Right? No, SEP would be self-employment plan. No. That may be the dummy dummy down version of whatever it's supposed to be. Luke and Dave just called me stupid on the air. So what you're saying Uh, is that that if if you still feel like you had some planning left to do for 2018, it's not too late to make some decisions as far as some investments that can help you. For 2018, you still still can do that. If you're self-employed, you you can open a SEP. You know, and, and you still have time to do that. So same with an IRA and, and, and um, the cool part about the SEP is you can put a lot more money into it than you can into an IRA. Right. Twenty five percent of your now, net. How about income. this? With a lot of people this year, because of the tax reform laws and, and and wow, have they made a big difference in people's how much tax they owe? Uh, certainly for just average earners, the average American earner. When they get that tax return, wouldn't that be a great time to make an IRA investment for 2019 before yes, they go and blow that money? Roll on it into something? it. Yeah. Just roll it into it. No pain. Well, for, first, here's, a, first, here's another yeah. thing, though, for, for 2019, especially those uh, older older customers or clients of ours. In the chronologically superior folks. Yes, that's us. <laughs> but anyway, if they're required to make a uh, distribution, uh, RMD, required minimum distribution. So they have to be 70 and a half consider, in order to be able to have that happen. Yes, but even even if they're taking any kind of distribution from their IRA, they should consider that for charity because no longer you know, most people do not take the standard deduction anymore because it went up to twelve thousand two hundred dollars. So for single for single twenty four thousand four hundred for married now. So so most of the time they're not getting that deduction for their charitable contribution, but. If you do it right, right from your IRA to the charity, you do not have to declare that as income. So you're going to save a ton of money on taxes. So, so, wait a minute. so you said that kind of fast, uh, Dave Cruz from Bel Air Wealth Management. Find him online at bwmadvisors.com. All right. So you're saying if somebody can actually contact their financial advisor and instead of the distribution coming to them personally. And then can, paying income tax. And then on. paying income tax on it, they can go directly to 
the charity. I work for him. Ministries. Yes. 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 Good idea. And so it will be taxed. So it passes that. around them and they don't pay a tax on it. Yes. So basically. And they can still take their standard deduction of 12200 per person. Right. Along with that, not being able, not taking that as income. But that, so wait a minute. Well, so let's just say that my uh, required minimum distribution is $10,000 or my IRA distribution is $10,000 for the year. Okay. I, I got to take it. And so you're saying if somebody took that, they're going to end up paying somewhere between 15 and 30% tax yeah, on it right, somewhere around right, there. Okay. Right, right, right. So if it goes directly to, I work for him ministries, just as an example, that's an example, in this just hypothetical, hypothetical just strictly for example, just as purposes. an example, because off the top of our head, that's right. Yeah. Then, um, they don't pay any tax on it at all, but do they get the $10,000 donation on, on their itemized deductions? No, but they never have to declare it as income. So, so they, they no the longer take itemized, most likely, because they have the high standard right. deduction now. Okay. But they don't have to declare that as income, whereas if they took it to them and then gave to I work for him, they'd have to pay taxes on it. All right. So that's just another way Something to avoid to think taxes. About. Yeah. Maximize your giving and minimize your taxation. Of course, for all tax advice, you should consult a legal tax professional. These guys are professional financial advisors. You need to talk to your local CPA. If you so need then a they, they just have to ask themselves, would I rather pay the taxes to the Uncle Sam or whether I give it to I work for him? That was Uncle Donald. So, well, it's still Uncle Sam. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right, so it's not too late for people to get that done, and it's not too late for people to take, if they're getting their tax returns, just to think, hey, I know I need to start an IRA. I know I need to invest my IRA. Let's just take my tax return and get it invested. Because well, this not year, necessarily like, always just get it invested, you know, because y you have to look at the big picture. You oh, know, well, of course the, you do. The, well, the biggest, the, some Ooh. of the biggest problems you see with people starting out with IRAs is they want to get these things funded, but then they don't have an emergency fund, or they're paying 10, 15, 12, 19% on credit cards yeah so just oh. keep in mind if you have a five thousand dollar balance on your credit card and you're paying twelve percent you've got to earn greater than twelve percent on your ira just to break even right which right. you're never gonna so do. so yeah you know you really want to get down if you have some extra cash from your your refund is look at getting rid of these high interest rate credit cards uh, building your emergency fund and then then you start investing because if you don't have the emergency fund and all you're doing is investing the first time you come into an emergency where are you going into you're going into your credit card you're going to your credit card or you're going to try to pull from your ira which is their penalties and taxes and things of that sort right. so yeah look at you know that's something that but that's what we helped you with you know even if you don't uh, even if the timing's not right for you today to become a client we'll look at all that for you you know and really getting rid of your debt is the greatest thing in the whole world because being debt free gives you a freedom you can't even yeah. imagine what it's like all right are there any other you know as you look at the tax reform we'll just finish up this segment talking about tax reform dave cruz as you look at all the different changes are there anything else that's impacting people that are thinking and considering retirement getting their taking their social security starting to take a with, uh, withdrawal from their iras any other laws that are impacting that those kind of decisions well most of the tax law changes of course were for 2018 so for 2019 there's a, there's a few minor changes a little you know a couple hundred dollar increase in the ira deduction amount you can take um, the standard deductions going up again, $400 for a couple, a little bit more, but not, 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 no major changes as far as I know for 2019. But, you know, I just thought of something. If this is a time in people's life, especially our younger listeners, where they may have gotten a larger tax return this right. year, 
what, what speak to them, speak to them about what the opportunities you kind of hit it on a little bit, but being um, very strategic about what they do with that money to set them up better. What could you say to them? Right. Well, I mean, you, you get once a year. I mean, if this is one of your, you look at your return as kind of like your bonus for the year. A lot of people will do home improvements, which is not a bad thing, right? If you're, you're, if you're, you know, if you're, if you're putting it back into your house, but really you want to look at your overall debt, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know what happened last year going forward. If we do come into a bump where you're out of a job for three months, can you afford your bills? If you can't, that's what the emergency fund is for. Um, but making sure that any of your high interest rate credit cards that you may have and may have run up through the holidays or whatever, you know, you're, you've got control over that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just like you said, when you are debt free, uh, you know, there's a lot of a lot of a lot of options you can actually run through, you know, and you're not stuck. It's amazing. But, but do consider do consider investing that because the power of compounding, if, if a yeah. young person like you're talking about puts that away for 30, 40 years, yes. it really grows. Dave Cruz, you said that somebody could just take that automatic required minimum distribution and avoid taxation on it and just donate the whole thing to I work for him. Yes. Great, great opportunity. So especially with the standard deduction being as high as it is, because they probably will not benefit otherwise from, from donating. So talk to me a bit about you guys got a chance this last month to go to the kingdom advisors conference. Mm-hmm. What is kingdom advisors all about? Kingdom Advisors is really about helping those in a position to steer families and estates with their wealth decisions to make a kingdom impact. You know, so, you know, all the from generosity to business planning to estate planning is all geared towards how can we make the biggest impact on God's kingdom? So, no, it, it that was my first year going. I've already I'm already committed mind wise. I'm going back. Um, Dave, you know, I'm sure next year we'll, we'll jump in. Um, you know, Randy went this year and, you know, one of our clients wants to go next year, which is really neat. Um, you know, but there were some, some of the, some of the speakers you got to hear, you know, it was, it was jam packed for two and a half days, basically. And just from, uh, and, and the great thing about it, there was 1500 CPAs, estate planners, attorneys, CFPs, financial advisors, all there. Mortgage brokers can be in there. Bankers can be in there. Anybody that gives people advice with with their wealth. Yes. And not just money, but wealth. So their businesses, their properties, Uh, the whole, the whole everything. Um, You know, so just having that many people in one location, all with one purpose and one goal, it's powerful. You know, you hear about it all the time when, um, you know, like a uh, an American pastor will go to a a a, a country that um, you know a third world country, let's say, where pastors come in from all over the villages and the out, outlying a- areas in secret because they can't it can't be known that they're you know they're they're they believe in Jesus or persecution and jail and sometimes murder. But when they all come together, there's something amazing about the camaraderie of all these people coming together with one mission. And that's really what uh, Kingdom Advisors was, is you had just so many people on the same page about why we're there and making, and the food was good. And the food was good? Yes. Is, is it, it going to be in Orlando next year? It always is in so. Orlando. Yeah, yeah it's same uh, at Champions Gate. Nice, nice, nice area. So is that the Marriott in Champions mm-hmm. Gate? Yeah, uh, that's... Is it a Marriott? I don't know. We, we rented a house. So the company, Inspire Investing, who yep. we interviewed last month, they, they rented three houses so instead of staying on site at the hotel, I stayed in the house with them. And it was good. because The first night, everybody was tired. We all just went in, 
into our rooms and went to bed. The second night, though, we had a chance to talk with uh, the COO of Inspire Investing and, you know, just bouncing some of my observations from Kingdom Advisors. It's a great movement, but it could be an even better movement. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, and yeah, we'll get into some and it's, of those. And it's a yeah. monthly, you know, it's something Kingdom Advisors has monthly meetings in an area near you, our listeners. So if you're involved in giving people advice on their wealth, their assets, their cash, then uh, their non-cash assets, their cash assets, that that's, I could get naughty if you just keep saying that enough times. Um, <laughs> KingdomAdvisors.com. I mean, it's it's, it's yeah. a, a great place for people to check out. So, who was your favorite speaker? I, I have uh, I have one, two, three, four favorite speakers. Is that allowed? It's allowed. Well, which yeah. is the one that I'm you couldn't be... wait to tell Dave about? What was the first one that you couldn't uh, wait to tell Dave about? The G- conversation. J.D. Greer was probably way up at the top. Just you know, motivational, on fire, um, just a great communicator. Bob Golf was mm-hmm. probably one of the funniest. He, he if he he's not a comedian, but he he literally could. Oh, be. he is a comedian. Is he? he okay. is, well, in his own way. But yeah, right. That's my point. He laughs all the uh, time when he speaks. He's, so he wrote the book Love Does, and then he most recent did he talk about his newer book or probably? Yeah, I, I, I think I put. So as people were talking, some of these speakers all have books, and um, you know, like John Reinhardt, um, the Patriot Gospel. Mm-hmm. And he was telling the story about um, uh, um, who's the guy who wrote the Bible. His name is uh, well, there's uh, England, um, uh, not Taft. Uh, that's a president, but um, you, who wrote the who converted it to converted English? it to English? Okay, yes. the Tyndale. Tyndale, thank you. And just the whole story behind Tyndale and how we hear about Tyndale, but we don't necessarily hear about the businessman that helped him get the gospel out, that sure. funded the event. So that's what the Patriot Gospel book is about. It's not necessarily about the I work for him, but it's all the supporters that I work for him needs and has to get the word out all over the world. And, um, you know, so that was really good. But, uh, you know, Ron Blue, that was my first time hearing him speak. He I mean, he he, he, he doesn't he's not a on fire guy. No, he's very uh, reserved. But he his his approach everything is it's he's almost deliberate. E. He's got the E. F. Hutton effect though, doesn't he? It's like I've been here doing this for so long. I'm just going to talk to you. Mm-hmm. You like, had to I'm, like you know what? You had to enjoy Bob Dole and and Brian Westbury. I did, but I've heard uh, I've heard them both recently. Right? They they covered the same stuff. <laughs> okay. Seriously, yeah. seriously, it's okay. I, I enjoyed it, but I've I've heard it before. Tony Evans. Oh, Tony Evans. Now he's a, he's an off. I didn't know Anthony Evans was his son. He's a, he. I have actually songs on my phone mm-hmm. that his son uh, sings. Uh, sings, but Tony Evans was so it was it was great, man. Uh, I really really enjoyed it. I mean, it could be better, but I enjoyed it. All right. So in all, Martha, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say so. It's encouraging and amazing to think about the fact you said 1,500 people Mm -hmm. that all across the country Mm -hmm. have as their role, their occupation is to help advise other people with their wealth. Yes. To be being taught Mm -hmm. and discipled from the stage by some of the names you just said. I mean, you just put that in perspective and that's amazing the impact that they can have because they're getting fed with biblical truths. And and these are people that are yeah. doing that already on a monthly basis through Kingdom Advisors and, and other things that are available to them. But to be inspired, you know, to have that that rally yeah. of okay, here's some here's some Getting great everybody stuff together to it's, take back home. There's some power, yeah. you know, it it's momentum for the movement. 
you know. Mm. So let me ask this question. Dave Cruz, when Luke came back and Luke and Randy came back uh, after going to the Kingdom Advisors Conference, uh, what was the biggest thing you heard from them that you're like, how we need to talk about that more? Well, just the whole idea of biblically responsible investing is still quite new. Quite new. You got that right. Around the country and, and to us. And when I, you know, the thing I asked Luke is, is uh, you know, how much, how much time was spent on that? And surprisingly, not as much as you would think yeah. from kingdom advisors. Um, there's not many advisors that really have dug into it as deep as what Luke has already. So, so I appreciate Luke's, Luke's, um, Ability to get Youthful, in that Youthful, energetic enthusiasm. Yeah. Yes. True. <laughs> that, you know, you're, you're exactly right. That's, that's, that's the one thing that, uh, you know, Kingdom Advisors is a, a phenomenal movement. It really is. Um, and it could even be better. You know, that's not a but. It's really, it's because it, it, it's going to happen. Right. You know, uh, Ron Blue, hopefully maybe one day he hears the broadcast. I did. I, I wrote him a note. I hand wrote him a note. Um, you know, just because I, I saw him uh, Saturday night after in the National Ballroom, there was a coffee bar set up in the main main area where the vendors all were. And I saw him over there talking to people. And then it was on my heart just that, man, I really wish they would have been talking on the main stage, not in the breakout sessions where there might have been some faith based or faith inspired teachings, but truly on the main stage of the National Ballroom in front of all 1500, mm-hmm. someone specifically addressing biblically responsible investing. So when I saw him at the coffee area, I was getting coffee anyway, because I like coffee. Of course. As a matter of fact, you know, <laughs> drinking all, coffee drink, as we, drinking do as we speak, today. always do. So, uh, but I saw him there and I was like, you know what, if, if I get a chance, I'm not going to stand in line behind everybody. If I get a chance, I'll just go introduce myself and try to ask him about BRI, Biblically Responsible Investing. So as I was getting my stuff, there was a lady and I saw she was kind of finishing up. I had finished getting my coffee. I just kind of stood over there. She walked away and we were face to face. And and during some of his presentations, he had mentioned how old he was. That was his joke. Um, so on your on my Kingdom Advisors Pass, it said first time first time visitor, first time attendee, yeah. his said board director. I said old director to him because, you know, I said, <laughs> you know, just trying to make a joke because he's a, he, he actually makes his own jokes about his age. So anyway, I was just there talking to him and I just tell him, I'm, you know, just a wonderful event and I'm grateful, you know, good job. It's amazing. You know, what are your thoughts on biblically responsible investing? You know, I say talking to a lot of advisors, they have no idea they're helping their clients they're investing their client's money, which is God's money. If you're a believer, uh, if you're if you belong to Him, you're, they're investing their in client dollars in pornography, abortion, human trafficking. That's a problem. And he he kind of, I, if I remember, he nodded, you know. And I said, it's something that I'm really passionate about. He didn't say much. He just nodded and listened. And then I said, it's something that I'm really passionate about. And this is, this has got to start taking root. And he had said, good, stay passionate about it. Keep going. Hmm. And that was really it. So when I left, I was like, you know what? That, that didn't sit right with me. You know, that's it. That's all I got. See, I'd love, so, I'd love to see this go a step further. I mean, that's, that's where BRI is now is, is what are you doing with God's money? I'd like to see that go a step further where we can actually influence companies to yes. make, to not That's, make those kind of decisions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if we get somebody like kingdom advisors with 1500 people and they're writing letters saying, we, we love your company. We love your stock, but we won't buy it because you're involved in, in pornography or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could actually someday get a change in the company's outlook and, and their board of directors saying, okay, we're no longer going to do this. Well, that's, that's partly of what my note said. You know, I, I, my note was, this is a, 
wonderful uh, movement. The mission is fantastic. And let's take this to the next level. You know, let's the because the other financial advisors we were talking to, like there was an insurance company there, no idea about biblically responsible investing. Hmm. Um, there was another gentleman there. He actually from our area. He he, he works for one of the big wirehouses here. I'm not going to mention it or anything, but um, he didn't really. He thought biblically responsible investing was it's too hard. It's too complicated. It's hard. To, that's like. Not today. Mm -hmm. There's actually companies that specialize in delivering biblically responsible investments. So advisors can advise their clients in a biblically responsible way. Um, so it's, it's an educational thing. Right. You know, so part of my note, my letter, it wasn't a letter. It was just a note. I, I just challenged Ron Blue. I said, I pray that you have eyes to see and ears to hear that kingdom advisors movement could be, it's going to go to a new level, but it needs your, it needs kingdom advisors. Biblically responsible investing needs kingdom advisors to get the educational piece out. So the 1500 advisors all in one room next year can hear biblically responsible investing in God's truth. There you heard it. Luke steps down from his soapbox for the day, but we love biblically responsible investing. You need to check these guys out. If your financial advisor is not talking about these things, you need to find a new financial advisor. May I suggest Luke and Dave from Bel Air Wealth Management. We'd love for you to check them out online at bwmadvisors.com. But more so, we'd like you to think about the fact that your financial advisor, the person that's helping you prepare for your second phase of life, what we used to call retirement, but what we call your trajectory into living with deep intentionality when you don't have to dedicate 40 or 50 hours your week to somebody else. You can just dedicate it to investing in others. Luke and Dave are here to help you prepare for that level of ministry that you'll enter into. You need to work with advisors that have an eternal perspective. You need somebody that can actually relate to your goals. You know, so that's one of the things that we love introducing you guys over and over again to our listeners, because this is, you know, a lot of us, we think we just hook up with somebody at some point to be our advisor. And then it's like, okay, they just, you know, take care of things and, and, the end of it. But what you've really are bringing to the light, especially with biblically responsible investing is that it's active participation. And it is ultimately it's, it's out the money that we've been entrusted with for our livelihood and also for our, what we're going to do in our ministry and in our, um, our just living out our days here on this earth. And how, how is that money growing and where's that money coming from and who is profiting from it and what, you know, entities are gaining and that we don't have, we would never go into that kind of a business and buy something from them. So why would we take um, our proceeds from them? So I just love for our listeners to really be able to be thinking about this is a, this is an important part of what God has entrusted us with and how are we stewarding it? So one of the things that you guys have done is you, you're continuing your education and learning right. and growing. And as you grow, you're sharing that with our listeners. So this is an ongoing conversation, but I really just hope that people will take some time and really look up biblically responsible investing, talk to your advisor and ask the questions. And then if you're not able to get the questions answered, and that's where Luke and Dave come in. And I think I think an important part of being an advisor for us is is relationship. You got to think about that your advisor and say, do what I want. Do I have a close relationship with my advisor? Because there's other things besides just the finances that come up. Mm -hmm. And if you have a close relationship with your advisor, 
it's going to benefit you and him if if you if you like that person. I mean, it's it's got to be you got to have somebody you like and trust. If and, you, you know, if you don't like me, talk to Luke. <laughs> so, and and what's it's not like, to like about Dave Cruz. Like, not much. Like and fun. trust, and then also really um, be able to have a conversation. Yes, right. With, you know, if there's somebody that you just don't feel like you can, you know, this is a big part of life. Mm-hmm. And if we don't feel like, oh, I can't talk to my advisor, yeah, you right? know, that's an awkward thing. You know, Jim, we sat down with these guys um, early. Or late last November, right before we did the kidney before donation. Before your kidney donation, and you know, if if we didn't have a decent relationship with you guys, that could have been a very hard mm-hmm. um, meeting to even have because mm-hmm. we wanted to make sure for our listeners that maybe don't know, Jim donated a kidney to a friend of ours, and it was an amazing process. But the reality is, anytime you have a surgery, there can be complications, and so we wanted to make sure we had things in order that mm-hmm. there wasn't things that we had missed, and so we took the time, Jim, you initiated that Mm -hmm. to sit down with Luke and Dave and just go, okay, are we in good shape? Mm -hmm. Where are things at? Is there anything else that we should be covering right now? If it was somebody you didn't like, that would be a really awful conversation, you know? And so just liking isn't the only thing, but trusting and, and respecting. And they're going to be good at their jobs too. And that's what, that's Luke and Dave bring the whole package. Yep. All right. So was there anything else from the Kingdom Advisors Conference, Luke, that you wanted to make sure our audience heard from you? Well, you know, yeah, I did learn a little bit more about uh, Timothy Plan. Timothy Plan, you know, we, we highlighted Inspire Investing last month, and that's one of the companies we work as financial advisors, and we, we build portfolios using some of their funds. You know, you both have investments mm-hmm. with Inspire Investing. Uh, but Timothy Plan, so Timothy Plan, you know, I, I learned more about them that they are probably the, if not right up there with Inspire Investing with their screening process, it le- maybe a 1B, you know, if Inspire mm-hmm. would be 1A, they might be a 1A and a half, you know, because they are right up there. So I did learn that. And secondly, starting in April, they have an exchange traded fund coming out. So one of the other hesitants with Timothy Plan is uh, their their funds have been rather expensive. So, um, you know, which is when you're look as an advisor, if I can, if I can, uh, accomplish the same goal with a, of the fund from Inspire Investing that's, you know, uh, three quarters or 75 basis points less in cost and accomplish the same goal. You know, we're going to, we're going to obviously, we're fiduciaries for our client. We're looking out for our client's best interest. So we're going to go with the lower cost. Interpretation, Luke means cheaper. Cheaper. <laughs> so cheaper. less. It, no, I think less. No, it's cheaper to buy into the fund. Right. Right. Yeah. Or the ongoing expense of the fund. So cheaper. But, but Timothy Fund it's is coming simple. out. Simple. They, are, make they this don't like that word. They That's are okay. rolling less out. Less expensive. <laughs> okay. They are rolling anyway. out a uh, some some ETFs, some exchange traded okay. funds that are going to match these these lower cost funds that we need. You know. So um, and then there was a seminary school. Uh, ne- next month, I'll, I'll come back with the name of it. But um, you know, a seminary school that uh, that is all scholarship based, so it's all funded by by donors. Um, but what they do is their seminary prepares people, uh, for believers, to go into the mission field immediately after college. So as a as a college student, some of the biggest issues you leave college mm-hmm. with is a mountain of debt. So with this, with this seminary school, you graduate with college with no debt. So you can immediately go into the mission field. And that we talked about debt early. Yeah. You are, it limits your options on what you can do when you have a mountain yeah. of debt telling you where you got to send your money. Mm-hmm. Hey, here's a question for you. We, got a, we have a really interactive audience in Jacksonville and the First Coast, St. Augustine folks in Georgia. 
can can you guys help them? I mean, because I mean, a lot of times people think, well, you guys are in Tampa Bay, but you guys can help people, you know, all, all over the, the state, can't you? Certainly. We, we can even go there. I mean, Sawgrass, TPC Sawgrass is right, <laughs> right in their back door. Yeah. Oh, so, so there's golf involved. There's lots of golf yes. involved. If we have to meet them at the Marriott on site, that'd be great. <laughs> so if you've got, if you'd like to work with Luke and Dave and you're in our Jacksonville listening audience, Dave will take you golfing at Sawgrass. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, we maybe have, you know, All over the country, really, Dave, um, Jim, we have me. Or Frank, whatever you want to call me. Clients and we have, we have clients all over the country. So, so you, you know. can even help our Hampton Roads Virginia, absolutely new, new audience. Yes, because I think what what people are hearing today is they're like, okay, these guys, you guys have a different perspective on investing that mm-hmm. they haven't heard before, right? And and people always know. I mean, Luke, you you've been on the show with us for six years. Dave, you joined them about five years ago as we started talking about all this stuff. People know you guys now mm-hmm. because we've been talking on. We've done we've done dozens and dozens of shows, so people are familiar with who you are. They get that comfort factor, but they still got to see you face to face if they're going to be uh, trusting their oh, yeah. their lifelong investments with you. Yeah. So you guys are willing to even go to Jacksonville sure. if somebody wants to talk with you. Sure. Yeah. If you're a church, uh, you know, right now we, we're we have 403b options. You know, 403b is 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 mainly a, a charity or a um, nonprofit type in retirement plan. So if you do, if if you if you have a church 403b and you're participating in that plan, you know, believe it or not, unfortunately, you are likely, uh, you know, a portion your portfolio is involved with pornography, abortion, human trafficking. Um, And that's, you know, it's so it's an educational part of what we're on like a mission. You know, we're on a mission of educating churches, uh, church people, but the church is us. So we're educating believers, um, 403Bs, 401Ks, IRAs. We can manage all of those type of funds inside of a biblically responsible format. That's fantastic. Make sure you check out Luke and Dave online at bwmadvisors.com. Or you can always call Luke on his phone, 727-798-4188. Or you can maybe catch Dave in the office. He's there the fourth Wednesday of every month, 727-586-5655. He gave you fourth Wednesday. Is this that's Wednesday? an extra day. It's not Wednesday, Dave. It's Thursday, Dave. Yeah. Isn't today a golf day for you? Later. Later. Actually, okay. Yeah. yeah. Sometime. <laughs> Just sometime. He'll squeeze okay. it in before it gets dark. That's right. Before it gets... Well, the sun is staying up later these days. All right. Before we go. <laughs> but, you've got to... but what you don't know is I stay up all night working. So there, there you go. That's it. But people can't call you because your flip phone's already run out of battery. <laughs> oh. um, you've got a big event coming up. We do. April 25th. April 25th, 2019. If you're local, we have a very limited, uh, we're, we're, number one, we're going to try to host it in our office, so it's very informal. You know, we're having an educational seminar on biblically responsible investing. We, we, we're going to challenge our locals here. We're going to, you know, they're, they're, you know, for the folks living outside of the area, we can set up some one-on-one stuff. Unless you want to travel down Can't here. Can you Zoom a, video the conference? Yeah, maybe we ha- we're not. If you get I- enough response, could you? Do Absolutely, that? no. If we get enough response from outside of the area, yeah, we would figure something out. Um, but if we do get too much of a local, we'll just go next door to the restaurant, and they they can host uh, you know plenty of people. Mm-hmm. But it's it basically it's gonna if you come to the seminar, I promise you one or two things. Number one, you're gonna it's gonna change your per- your perspective on your investments, and then two, it's gonna challenge you to make a dramatic transformation in your portfolio. Mm-hmm. So how do they get signed up for the event? On they April- can 
just contact me. Contact me by email at landrews at bwmadvisors.com or my cell phone, 727-798-4188. Is there any information on the website about it? Not yet. We okay, just we'll started it out it. there. All right, very good. Luke and Dave with Bel Air Wealth Management. Thanks for being on the show today. Thank you, brother. Check them out online, bwmadvisors.com. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work for him. him. 